Hey mamas, and welcome to the Entering Motherhood podcast. This is your one-stop, go-to place for getting you from feeling drained, exhausted, and unfulfilled in motherhood to feeling more energized, organized, and accomplished. That's the vision I continue to navigate towards, and that's the vision we are sharing with you, focusing on holistic alternatives and restructuring your mind, body, and soul from the inside out. I'm your host, Sarah Marie Bilger, a wife, mom of two, mechanical engineer, VBAC mom, and doula, serving mamas through pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. If you're here for this, if you're as pumped up as I am and searching for that fire that you know is deep inside of you, then let's go. Let's uncover what it truly means to enter motherhood. You are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's doula this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hey mamas, how are you doing this week? I wanted to come and do a shorter episode, a little bonus episode for this week because I have officially not drank for over a year now. And no, I'm not pregnant. That has been, you know, the most commonly asked thing when I say that I don't drink. And um, I think that is something you know, that I really just wanted to highlight and go into and really just discuss what this journey this past year has been like for me. And, um, you know, it has truly been such a personal journey and I don't imagine that everyone will be able to relate, but what I wanted to do is just have this episode be about what I've experienced and what I've learned. And if you're interested in trying this too, if you're curious about, you know, what it would look like for for your life to not consume alcohol anymore, I hope this gives you kind of a little insight on the journey, the process, and encourages you or inspires you to maybe just try and see what it would be like for you. And so for me, the first time I had alcohol, it was um, well before legal age, we'll just say that. And to be honest, I never really liked it, but it was more of a social event, kind of thing. And it became something that I believe I have just grown accustomed to. I don't know many people that the first time they drink a beer that they naturally like it, but it's an acquired taste, I guess. That's how we can say it. You know, eventually you just start enjoying it. And there were some, you know, flavors and craft beers and things and such that I definitely have learned to love and enjoy, but it was really just kind of taking the time to evaluate where I was at and what was going on. And looking back, eventually things escalated in college. And I wouldn't say, you know, like out of hand or, or, or anything like that. You know, I think um, alcohol does something different to everybody. And I don't regret 
drinking because I feel like all things in our life really builds us and shapes us to be who we are. And I really feel like everything that we do serves a purpose and shapes our life to be what it is. So with this, I was really just drawn to the idea of why I needed to have a drink or why I felt like I needed to have a drink in my hand when we were out somewhere or why maybe I thought having a drink was a way to relax or open up more and be more social when meeting new people and really just something that was utilized as an accelerator for you know, certain occasions and things like that. And I really don't want to dive too much into my past, (laughs) even though like I feel like it might be interesting for, for some of you to hear, but I was not always, you know, as conservative or, you know, like a goody goody when it came to things. I was not concerned about eating in a way that was more holistic and nourishing, Honestly, I remember like one night eating Doritos and dipping it into maple syrup at a frat house. So that kind of explains, you know, what my nutrition was like when I was drinking in college. But really, when it came to it, drugs and alcohol and such, I felt like we're just a part of the experience and sort of was just something to experiment with and feel and have and, and do. And again, like looking back, like I don't regret any of that, but I do feel like I would have prioritized differently or allowed myself to see what it would be like, you know, maybe a weekend staying in doing more sober activities or tapping into that sort of social life as opposed to the one that I was surrounding myself with. So really what I wanted to point out here is motherhood has certainly shifted my perspective and adjusted those priorities and truly made me start honing in on my health and my well-being, not only for myself, but for my children. I want to be around to see their life and I want them to grow and I want to be in that with them and I want to be fit enough that I can always play with them and I want to be there for them when and if they need me to be. And so when I was first entering motherhood and we were trying to conceive, I had taken a pregnancy test. So I was trying not to drink, obviously, if I found out that I was pregnant, but I had taken a test a little too early and it was negative. And so I kind of had the mindset of like, oh, well, if I'm not pregnant, like I can still drink, had a couple glasses of wine only to find out a week later that I was pregnant with our first baby. And of course, I was like totally beside myself and crying and just completely upset that I had, you know, drank while pregnant and I felt so terrible. So talk about mom guilt. It was already starting from the very, very beginning because I just drank while I was pregnant. And, you know, knowing what I know now, it was 
not, I'll say, as big of a deal since it was so early on, but also knowing what I know now, no amount of alcohol is required at all. So you are making the choice. It's not giving you any nutritional benefit. It's not something that if you are trying to conceive or, you know, you find out you're pregnant, your doctor is not saying, yeah, go ahead, drink alcohol because that's going to, you know, benefit the baby or you in this, this, and this way. And I don't want to get all controversial because there are some people that will say, you know, a glass of wine actually helps you relax and it will be better for the baby if you're in a more relaxed mood. And, you know, then there's the other side of absolutely no drop of alcohol should be consumed at all while you are pregnant. And I I really feel like this is an individual choice. This is an individual decision. And this is something that I really just want to spark curiosity about, bring more awareness to, and really just dive into, you know, studies that are coming out and listen to more individuals that are talking out about what alcohol is is doing or not doing or, you know, how damaging it can be and what it is doing to your body. So I certainly have become more aware of nutrition in becoming a mom and really focusing on how I can optimize my nutrition and how I can really nourish my body and do more for it. So learning to you know, cut out processed foods and different types of products and and really reading labels and understanding the benefits of certain types of food and how it can fuel our bodies. And I've been working on developing more holistic practices and really learning to heal and trust and respect my body. And the more and more I have been diving into it, the more I kept wondering, you know, why make the exception for alcohol and what is really the allure about it? And this past year, for example, I have been faced with so many remarks of, you know, why I'm not drinking and confused individuals and just sometimes awkward conversations of, well, why aren't you drinking? I don't understand. I love alcohol. Um, I love, you know, what it does for me or like, how could you survive motherhood without drinking? And of course, like I was saying earlier, the whole, what are you pregnant? You know, I think it was super shocking to hear that I'm just not drinking right now. And I'm really kind of exploring the space and seeing what it is like. And I have not, you know, reached for a glass of wine or a beer, or now when I go out and I'm with other people, I don't feel awkward. I don't feel like I have to have um, some sort of drink in my hand to be socially accepted and not questioned. I'm a lot more confident in the decision that I've made. And I really feel good about the decision. And I'm not sure if this will be forever. And I don't know if I will 
remain completely sober, but it's definitely something that I'm still very curiously chasing and exploring and physically stopping has not been the hardest part. You know, like I said, now it's just like a no brainer, but rather the, the trying to blend in and not make a big deal and, you know, not having alcohol at, at gatherings or, you know, locations because I had associated social events or have made friends, you know, enjoying those activities and talking about, you know, breweries and wineries and doing these events and um, really including alcohol as a social occurrence. And so um, that obviously has been difficult. And honestly, like not having mom friends that are in this journey as well, or, you know, obviously I have participated in more sober activities and things like that, but just, you know, still going out with friends and not having somebody that I feel can relate to my, you know, curiosity of just not drinking at the moment. And it's definitely gotten easier and better. And, um, you know, just like a quick tip, I guess, like one, like if you can just learn not to care and not to worry about what other people are thinking. And I know that is so much easier said than done, but two, like, you know, like if that is hard for you, if it's hard to, you know, like not care about what somebody's saying or like consider blocking out their opinion and stuff, just, you know, hold a cup of something, like even if it's water, like maybe just get orange juice or a Sprite or something from the bar and having something in your hand, I feel like drops the questioning a lot more than just absolutely having nothing because then it's like, oh, did you get a drink? Like, what are you drinking? Just ask the bartender to put whatever you choose to drink in a normal cup that they put other mixed drinks in or you know, beers in, throw some sliced fruit in there. And, you know, there you go, problem solved. And um, really just being confident in the decision that you are making to just remove alcohol, even if it's temporary, even if you're, you know, trying to conceive and you're thinking, you know, I don't want to be drinking when I am pregnant. So getting into the habit of, of seeing what that's like and really kind of experimenting with with how that feels and the more you do it and the more people um, that are around you that know you that know and understand like that you have stopped drinking alcohol the easier I think it becomes and the more understanding they are and they will just stop questioning you and it will drop and flip and honestly I think you know for some people it has turned into not like, why aren't you drinking to like, how are you not drinking? How do you get through the day? Like, don't you just want to take a break or relax or, um, you know, like, what is that like? I think it has sparked curiosity in other people in my life and just has them kind of taking um, a step back and seeing a different perspective. And um, I really just, you know, was was constantly wondering like why we feel 
alcohol needs to be such an integral part of social events. It's like cake at a birthday party. Like why is that something that goes hand in hand? Why is it, you know, going out for a girl's night, it needs to involve alcohol. And maybe it's just, you know, the culture that I've surrounded myself with. Maybe it's the people that I have grown accustomed to and um, who I have attracted into my life. But I'm really excited and curious to continue to dive into this path and into this journey. And, you know, if you are somebody who is also considering this, um, who maybe is somebody who has never drank in their life. Um, I would love to have a conversation with you. I would love to keep this conversation going. I really just wanted this to be like a celebration of successfully, soberly, uh, surviving motherhood for over a year, a year now. And honestly, almost the whole duration of my son's life, I have not had alcohol because I wasn't drinking much while I was breastfeeding and then it just slowly decreased and I now have not had alcohol uh, for over a year. So you can do it too and you don't need alcohol to navigate motherhood and, and really be the mother that you want to be. And I really feel like this has truly become a lifestyle change at this point. I really encourage you to just be curious about it. And obviously, if you have clicked this episode and you are still listening up until this point, you are curious just like I was. And maybe you have considered it for yourself and you barely drink now how it is. Or maybe you feel yourself reaching for that glass of wine so that you can decompress and relax. And at the end of the day, you're not sure if that's the lifestyle that you want to live out. Do you, you know, have a drink every night at the dinner table in front of your kids? Do you feel like you have had too much around them at any time in their life? And you feel like maybe you can't give them your full attention at times because you want to drink or, you know, oh, don't spill my wine or, hey, like mommy needs to come over and and have a glass of wine or mommy needs to go out with her friends and, and have a wine time or ladies night or whatever. And, um, really just kind of interpreting that. And again, you know, that is your choice. That is your decision. There is nothing wrong with wanting to choose alcohol, but really just understanding the culture behind it and the reasoning of why you are drinking. And for me, I do have anxiety and I do worry sometimes about like what would happen if I was, you know, over at my neighbors and I was drinking and there was an emergency in the middle of the night and I needed to, you know, sober up so that I can get somewhere, do something and really just kind of understanding that that was not something that was blending with the life that I wanted to continue to create and the more responsibilities that you have in being a parent and really understanding that you have children that are looking up to you and depending on you and seeking your guidance 
and seeing you as a role model and just asking yourself, you know, is this the type of person that I want them to grow up to be? Is this the story that I want them to see and understand? And for me personally, I didn't want to be that mom. I didn't want my hobby to be drinking, you know, with the ladies or even just like, you know, going out with my husband or, you know, needing to have a glass of wine at dinner every night. I didn't want, oh, what do we get mom for Mother's Day? Like, let's get her another wine glass or let's let's get her something alcohol related. Um, I didn't want that to be, you know, the life that I was living. I want, you know, an array of hobbies and activities and experiences. And I want to be seen differently. And alcohol was just not in that vision of the life that I want it to be remembered for and, you know, what I want to continue to move forward in creating. And slowly I am stepping into the mother that I want to be for myself and for my family. And it's a process but I'm bringing more awareness to it and I'm really aligning myself with this vision that I have for my life. And it has been a really beautiful journey and really just understanding that I have the ability to make these choices and I have the ability to go in whatever direction I choose. So, you know, maybe it's not alcohol for you. Like maybe it's not that part of your life that you want to shift or change. But I encourage you to really start making tiny steps in that direction and see where it takes you in in whatever aspect you want. Like maybe you want to wear dresses more often or maybe you want to go to a local farmer's market more often or maybe you want to make more home-cooked meals, whatever it might be really just start going in that direction instead of telling yourself like, oh, like I'm not the type of person that does that or like, oh, I could never do that. If it's something that you want, if it's something that you're craving, if it's something that, you know, is really interesting you, go for it. And it might take a few times. It might take a few months. It might take a few years, but really just making little adjustments can slowly start to move that needle in whatever direction you choose and it will allow you to feel more authentic and true to the vision that you want to have and these little actionable steps can really start to pivot and change our lives in such amazing ways so I really just wanted this to be you know again my journey my experience but passing on to you that you got this mama and you have the ability to shift and change and alter your vision for your motherhood journey. And whatever that might look like, I am here for you. I'm rooting for you. I hope I am giving you so many different choices and resources and the ability to feel confident and empowered in your motherhood experience because I think that is, you know, truly the most awe-inspiring thing that we can do for ourselves and to really take ownership 
of our life in this moment in time. So see you later, mamas. Thank you, mamas, so much for listening. Remember, you are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's doula this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hit that subscribe button. Share this episode with a friend. Message me, email me, call me, beat me. You know how to reach me. We're doing this, mamas. I am so excited to catch you here next week. This is your one-stop go-to place for helping you find the resources you need to make the best choices for you and your family during pregnancy, birth, and most importantly, postpartum. See you later, mamas.